everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is March 13th. This is episode 37th. My name is Dan Curry. Uh, it's good to be back. What? Why are you looking at me weird? Because you said episode 37th. Oh, it's the 37th episode. <laughs> We're a little out of touch, out of touch, out of practice. Yeah. Because we we recorded two right in a row because we uh, had a busy week last week. And we never uh, posted the second, so there's one in the chamber. It's Clinton, posted. Clinton posted it. Just oh, yeah, very late. Like, yeah, like I, two hours ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> so like super duper duper late. Um, uh, so this, what? We call this one, these are our back-to-backs. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I put a little apology on the front of the last episode. Did you? Yeah, I was like, hey, everyone. Uh, so our editing henchman went on strike, but we... <laughs> A.K.A. you. <laughs> um, so what's been going on with you guys the last two weeks, Clinton? Uh, <clears throat> Factorio put out a huge update. to nice. They updated their UI and a bunch of uh, the enemies all got to kind of rework. Uh and a bunch of the how the recipes and like how you make stuff got changed, so right. that's all new. It's like a brand new game now. Oh, nice! That's so always been, fun when something like that happens. It's not a brand new game, but, I but mean, a lot wow. of it's new and it's all different. But so I've been watching people play that, and I booted it open and monkeyed around for a few minutes. Nice, but I haven't I haven't really had much time to play games. I uh, played a little more uh, uh, Subnautica. Oh, right. that, oh I saw that game. That game's like. I don't. We know we've talked about it, but like that game's like an instant anxiety Cause for you, me. Because <laughs> you're um, so terrifying. Y- right, you're so afraid of the underwater thing. Yeah, there's like giant leviathan creatures, and they're terrifying. Right, that game's not a Game Pass game, right? No, that's when I bought. Gotcha. Which, speaking of that, you see, um, Minecraft is coming to Game Pass. Is it? That's the rule of Game Pass. If you buy a game, it'll come to <laughs> yeah, Game Pass been, within the next couple of months. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, I checked out uh, Far Cry. No, not Far Cry. Just Cause Four, mm-hmm. and it was exactly like Just Cause Three. So I was yeah, like, I think they're, they're all just kind of the same. Yeah. So I turned that off after about half hour, forty five minutes. Right. Uh, but. Beyond that, oh, I've been playing Egg Ink. What's that? Ink. Uh, it's just a idle, gotcha. idle clicker game. Uh, and I'm sure there's something else that I'll remember. Yeah, I mean we've all been playing Overwatch. Yeah, and like a little bit Apex, stuff like and, that. Yeah, but Overwatch. The new patch is coming Tuesday, the 19th. Yeah, very excited for that new character and all the changes. Kind of freshen it up. Nice. Much like. Factorio. Not a different game, but just <laughs> adding stuff and switching stuff around. Yeah. So, Neil, what have you been up to? What have you been playing, man? Dude, I've been busy. My parents were in town all week mm-hmm. last week. We had a great time. Um, not a lot of games, and when I did have time, I'd just pop in for some Overwatch, pop in for some Apex over the weekend. I played a little more Far Cry, still just cruising through at my own pace on New Dawn. Still loving mm-hmm. it. Right. Um, I played Dungeons and Dragons for the first time ever last night with Clinton as our dungeon master. Yep. And it was it was just a blast. Yeah, uh, Courtney played too, and she liked it a lot. I thought it was something that she would like a bunch. It plays so. into my love of complicated board games. It's very right. close to that. Right. Right. Um, 
Yeah, we were playing, and on the way home, she was like, yeah, I loved it. I was like, I knew you would, because you love, like, stories and tales and stuff. She was like, at first when we were playing, I was like, why wouldn't Dan be interested in this? And then she was like, then I remember that when you play Fallout and Skyrim, you skip past all the dialogue, and it drives her <laughs> yeah. nuts. There was no dialogue last night, though. So. But just, like, listening to all the stuff, even, like, because yeah. I came in to pick her up, I was like, this is too much of sitting and, like... No, discussing I, what's happening. I, and, as soon as I played it, I was like, Dan is way too impatient to enjoy this. Yeah, basically. That might be kind of... I mean, that's how I, I'm too impatient to enjoy a lot of things. That's why I don't watch TV. That's, you know, why I don't do... Uh, yeah, mostly watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be explosions and lights, basically. <laughs> I'm a simple, simple man. Um... Yeah, uh, like we said, everyone was kind of busy, so I just we were all kind of off playing on our own thing. Besides when we went up and played a little Overwatch and Apex recently, um, but I restarted Breath, uh, Breath of the Wild. It was my birthday, so I bought the DLC, and I've been playing through that. And I'm just like, this game is the best game of all time. It's so good. Yeah, I've been trying to find a used version because I played my roommates, and it's so right. good that it doesn't degrade in value. It's like forty five dollars is the cheapest you find it. Yeah, that's just Nintendo games in general, man. They're so hard to find. They just yeah. did have the the Mario, the March 10th um, sale, and, like, every Mario <laughs> game was on sale for $40. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, Zelda, all that kind of stuff, it's tough to find that kind of thing. But, man, there's just, like, I'm just taking my time with it because I've already beaten it. So I'm just like, whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to try to do a little more exploring. And I just was so unaware of how much there was to do I guess like when my first playthrough like even just the cooking like I just did a quick little google search of all the recipes and I was just like what is like there's so much you can make and it's like odd because like some of the things you can make are take a lot of ingredients and don't give you a lot of like benefits but there's like a whole list of desserts like they're not great for you but you can make cake if you want and all different kinds and stuff. Leave it to Dan to find the cake. Yep, yep. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to work more on getting like all the horses and all that kind of stuff. I'm already, already just like, this is awesome. But what has been breaking into my Zelda Breath of the Wild time is Tetris 99. I cannot oh, stop right. playing that game. I still haven't tried it. I'm not a Tetris fan. Are you a Tetris fan, Clinton? Uh, I uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not like I. That's like I don't really like puzzle games, and I know it's not technically a. I, I don't know. Would you consider it a puzzle game? Yes. Okay. One hundred percent a puzzle game. All right. <laughs> um, turns out that if you take that puzzle game and you make it so you can knock other people out, you uh, you you get get my interest very quickly. Um, I love that game. Yeah, it's a it's a fun it's a fun game. It's just like it's a very kind of intense thing when you're playing it against a hundred other people. Like it's going to take all of your fucking brain power to yeah. do it. And I mean, uh, the thing for me is like it's it's like every other battle royale. Like you jump in and you might get knocked out like immediately, or you might win. I've gotten two wins so far and gotten top three a couple times, but yeah. um, it's just. And it's so easy. They just make it very easy to just press A to play again. And it's like you're flying through and like yeah. suddenly I was one more and then I'm like five more in because you just press that button and you're in the next game already. And it doesn't take a lot of setup and it because it's like a battle royale in a way. 
but you're constantly engaged so it's not like this thing where like all right we start the game we're looking for guns we haven't seen anybody in forever you're right away just like battling other people and it's weird because like they don't really there's no tutorial or anything um because there's way to like attack enemies and stuff so i kind of had to look all that up but i'm starting to kind of get a little like vibe on like my strategy of how i do it and I've, I've already put like five hours into that game when I was just like, uh, I have no interest. And then someone was like, you got to play it. I think your roommate was one of the people that really liked it. And uh, I can't stop playing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an interesting game. It's an interesting concept. I mean, the idea of taking uh, like a <clears throat> a beloved like puzzle game like Tetris and then just make turning it on its head and kind of making it this weird multiplayer battle game it kind of a la puzzle fighters uh but just like ramping it up to 100 and like really making it a kind of uh stand out in that kind of puzzle fighter genre by doing so i think it's a really interesting kind of idea and i think it is working well for them because i think people are playing it people are enjoying it and i think people are going to keep playing it yeah and i think that it just gives people a another reason to get Nintendo Switch online. Yeah. Because, like, if you're not playing online with Smash Brothers or Mario Kart or Splatoon, if you're not interested in the NES things, like, the way to get this game is by getting NES online. You can get it for free. Yeah. And uh, I think that's just going to be another draw. And it kind of came out of nowhere, too. Like, yeah. There wasn't, I like, an announcement. Yeah, it wasn't until, like, a week in and people were finally like, oh, shit, this game's, like, <laughs> yeah. this game's here and it's fun. Like, Yeah, it was just kind of out and... um if they're going to start doing more titles that are like, if you have this, it's exclusive to this. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I hope we see more of that. Um, and the other thing I really like about it is, you know, when we're playing Apex or Fortnite or another Battle Royale, you know, sometimes there's a game where, like, I do really well, but Neil struggles that game. And then the next game, I can't hit a shot, and Neil has, like, five kills. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, in this, and so it's like, oh, if we could, and then we have the games, you know, where we all link up and we sync up and we're all doing well. And the games that none of us do well with this at least it's like well it's just on me so like because sometimes i just like oh sorry guys like i totally crapped out and i'm the reason we lost you know yeah. we're in tetris it's like well whatever i lost i just press a and i play again and i'd feel like i didn't feel like i let anybody else down besides myself you know yeah for the record i'm never the reason we lose <laughs> you just wanted to get that recorded yeah yeah <laughs> Tetris is one of those things too that the people that like Tetris fucking love Tetris. Yeah, and they're gonna play Tetris. Yeah, and like I've never I used to dislike Tetris. My grandma played it constantly, and I just couldn't do it. And yeah, for some reason this just just adding the fact that I can like win. I guess because I guess a lot of things in Tetris is you just kind of get see what the highest score you can get is. Yeah, and that never interests me. But it gets crazy. Um, and then the only other game I played. Um, was Courtney and I jumped into Fallout 76 for a second. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I started playing. It was kind of weird because, like, I forgot how much more I'd played than Courtney. So when I jumped up, and she was kind of doing all the stuff I'd already done. So I kind of helped her do a couple things. And then you guys were playing Apex, and I was like, ah, I think I'm going to go do that. Um, but I was interested. They just had a big update drop today. Um, there's a lot more stuff in it. I want to check it out. But um, there definitely was some still some just technical issues we got in a big fight with a scorch beast in like this weird area i don't think we were supposed to be in but we ended up killing it because it was a quest 
that like there was a turret you activated and that helped us yeah um but even that quest was kind of lame because it was like oh we're fighting a scorched beast and we can actually win because there's like this automated turret and then there's like all these scorched coming at you which was really cool except for the frame rate was just like abysmal <laughs> and then so like it, it was worse on Courtney's than mine for some reason I'm not sure why then uh we killed it and it was like sweet we finally got to kill a scorch beast and it was just empty because it was part of a quest i think so there was no like cool reward i was like this is the lamest first like boss kill i've ever had in my entire life then i switched over and courtney's eventually just crashed so it was like yeah all right car for the course (laughs) yeah so um this new update seems pretty cool i'd like to jump into it eventually but our uh current our current playthrough wasn't very successful but uh neil was there anything else that you played nope that was it for me all right clinton did you think of the other game uh no i know there's something but i'm so you'll think of this uh there's usually where neil does his gaming history but he said there was nothing oh there's one oh there's one sorry i apologize there's one march 9th 2008 uh nintendo releases super smash brothers brawl Ooh, that was a that's the one that had the um what's it called subspace Subspace, yeah neil and i played through that yeah that was the one for the wii right yep uh that was fun remember we played through the whole thing without realizing the sticker system yeah and we still beat it yeah i'm glad we didn't because it was like the perfect difficulty without the stickers i'm glad we didn't know about it yeah so um, all right, let's head into upcoming games. The big one coming out soon on March 15th is The Division 2 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, hopefully that will be pretty popular, and hopefully it'll be finished. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Uh, and then One Piece World Seeker comes out on March 15th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC also. March 18th, Turok comes to Switch. Um, I'm not sure which Turok that is. I meant to look it up, but... <laughs> Um, I'll check what it out a throwback. A yeah, I'm trying to figure out exactly what it is. Let's see what this new Turok for Switch is before we move on. Because I was like, I want to look that up. Um, like, is it a... Turok and Turok 2 are going to be released on Nintendo Switch. So are they remakes? Nope. <laughs> They're just ports yeah, from... Just Here's Turok. Yeah. Um, I never played Turok. Have you guys... I played. Um, I played a Turok for N sixty four. It looks like it might be that one, Neil, because it does not look like it is updated or anything. Huh. So, um. Anyway, interesting. And then, last but not least, the SNK fortieth anniversary collection comes to PS four and Switch March nineteenth. So, it, if you're a fan of the old school, didn't Kid Icarus come out today on Switch too? Onto the oh on the NES thing yeah. I believe if it hasn't it's about to okay. or it has recently they add those new NES things that's never part of the lists I look at okay. um, but yeah they're always adding stuff to the NES stuff so let's head into news we have a decent amount um, because we were gone for so long but not as much as I thought and I think a lot of it just kind of like happened and got resolved (laughs) so um, one thing before we start uh, let's talk about all these anthem problems so uh, at the beginning um, there's been a couple this launch has been a little rocky from just 
it stuttering, people having a hard time getting the game to go. But then it started coming out that not only was it crashing, it was bricking people's consoles. Yeah, so they just couldn't turn their console on. It would just turn into a a brick. (laughs) So I've never really heard of a game doing that before. Like, Fallout 76 had some issues. Yeah. (laughs) Some struggles in marketing and game-wise. It's interesting that a game could do that. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, software updates do that all the time to Mm -hmm. things. Uh, Some some code goes bad in a software update and it Mm -hmm. bricks your phone or whatever. Your phone stops working. But Mm -hmm. a game that runs on the PS4 could just shut the whole thing down Mm -hmm. so hard that you can't turn it on surprises me yeah that's pretty crazy yeah also terrible because then it's just like people want to play the game even if it's not working correctly people are like well i'll play it for as long as it'll work but then if there's a fear of it destroying your console like four hundred dollars is gone (laughs) right and sony was offering like refunds i'm not sure if they were fixing people's ps4s i saw a couple reports of it on xbox one but i didn't really see if that was like if that was if it was widespread or if it was confirmed by like news sources but ps4s definitely it was happening so that kind of gotten taken care of and then there was a bug that the level one gun was stronger than any other gun you could get in the game that's That's a good one that that is i i really like that bug i think that's (laughs) more of a feature than a bug especially in a game full of loot boxes right i think they call that an easter egg (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh well there aren't loot boxes there are a wall for cosmetics but um but not no i mean there's like you yeah i guess it's random drops yeah yeah yeah. that was a good beer open neil are you in an empty room (laughs) yeah you just like do you have furniture neil (laughs) i have furniture i guess there's not a lot hanging on the walls yet he's like turn around you can hear all the (laughs) (laughs) are you in a warehouse (laughs) it's my office (laughs) You need to hang a rug on the wall or something. Yeah, something. I'll get some uh, egg crates. <laughs> and then, uh, then the most recent one I've seen is there was a, a bug where it, everyone was getting like a buttload of loot. That's also a feature. A feature. And actually, people were very happy and thought they had fixed the game. <laughs> because so little loot was coming out they're like they fixed it and now um on reddit and other places and a couple news places picked it up anthem players are planning a like blackout date where they're not gonna play Uh until they i just don't think those work or ever are organized well enough no because you i mean what probably like Maybe twenty percent of the mm-hmm. players that are playing it are actually on Reddit and, and chances enough. are, chances are they already have your money. You bought the biggest purchase, mm-hmm. the biggest. They already sold you the biggest item. Maybe you even got a season pass. Hopefully you didn't. Um, but I know a lot of people do that because there's always yeah. a deal if you buy it with the game. So like, they don't need you anymore. You're no. not yeah. their consumer base anymore. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll keep they'll upkeep the game because they're going to try to get more players and they'll try to sell people those cosmetics and stuff yeah well like but, you said they wanted to release it to kind of middling mm-hmm. re- uh middling reviews and then fix it yeah which is <laughs> shitty business yeah also like it's just like ea already did this with battlefront yeah the thing is that it did work for battlefront because remember how many people canceled their pre-orders and how they made they did make changes to the game because of sales, but like you said, this is happening 
after. So I'm not quite sure um, what'll happen with that. But um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just so odd that <laughs> EA would do this with two big games pretty much in a row. Not not really. I mean. It's all, yeah. I mean, it's corporate. Yeah. And I mean, I mean Apex just launched. It's, it's just so funny how Apex can come out of this company, which has had some issues. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, EA sucks. It's the worst. EA's had great games. It's obviously a company that's been around for a long time. They've just recently made some missteps and made communities angry. Um, uh, yeah. Recent, meaning the last decade. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> but with Battlefront, and then a lot of the sports games, people are getting a little upset about the loot boxes and stuff that are, that are infiltrated the sports games and yeah. stuff like that. But it's weird that Apex can just like pop out and there's like nothing really super terrible about it. I mean, it has loot boxes and they're not priced super well, but whatever. That's a very optional section of the okay. game. But yeah, well, I hope they get it together. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that you don't want the industry to kind of go in this direction. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if right. one, if one bad actor gets punished for it, that's good. But if they don't, and that keeps happening, right. it just becomes the norm and no one thinks about it anymore. It's kind of like, well, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's this constant, like, I feel like we're in this, like, constant battle right now of, like, pushing back and forth between communities and games. And, uh... Let's I will see. say been- the, the silver lining is is if there's one consumer base that knows how to push back it, and to make their displeasure known, it is video <laughs> gamers. <laughs> it seems to be that way. Um, yeah, for sure. And and then you have this very. I think that's kind of a symptom of video games being a luxury item. Mm-hmm. So like, if people are gonna spend their money True. on a luxury item, they want it to be what they want right i think luxury as well as an anonymous item most of the time oh uh, like, you're, like anonymous like your username i think yeah oh like, yeah so you yeah. can like yeah um i think but i mean in the long run like they want the community to only be happy so they can get money for the most part the publisher yeah of ea i'm sure the developers want people to enjoy their game as like a work of art and stuff yeah um but you know that works and it, when you have something like a game, it's kind of like a television show where you have pretty hard numbers of how many people are actually interacting with it. And when people stop interacting with it, not only does that show that like your game is failing, especially in a day like a games as a service kind of thing, but that your next game, people are going to be like, eh, maybe we're not that excited. You know? Yeah. People yeah. pay attention to that stuff for the most part. So. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on. This is interesting. I think Xbox just had something like that too, but I didn't this too also. But uh, the PlayStation 4 firmware update, recent one, brings remote play to iOS. So now you can play, you can stream from your PS4 to your iPad, uh, Apple phone, anything like that um, without a third-party app. So it's a Sony app, I believe. Um, it is called... Oh, nope. Our play is the old one, but it's an official PS4 remote play app. So it's just like a, if your wife or whatever's watching the TV, mm-hmm. you can play on your. Yep. And I think that Xbox Today just either announced or released that you can stream from your PC to your Xbox and play with a controller. Hmm. So also interesting doing that. So yeah. Pretty cool. And you can stream. You've been able to stream from, from your Xbox to your PC, I guess, for a while, but I don't do pc stuff so i was unaware of that 
Have you tried that at Oakland? Nope. You can try the other way. You can try nope. to stream from. <laughs> not gonna do it. Nope. No interest in it. <laughs> if I'm playing my Xbox. I'll play my Xbox. You play your PC. You play your PC. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I guess it would just depend on who else was around. Uh, speaking of, when we were talking about Tetris and it coming out of nowhere, Nintendo also announced a, a Labo. Is that how you say it? Is it Labo or Labo? Labo. Lab. Lab. Right. Makes sense. VR kit for Switch. So basically, um, they just have like a little cardboard thing and you slide your Switch screen in like the front of it. It's kind of like the cardboard thing you had for your phone, Clan. Yeah. Um, and it's got lenses and it has a VR kit and it comes with. There's two versions, a full set that has the goggles and Why would you want cardboard that? designs. You can't look at porn on your Switch. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if you've looked through the eShop. There's some pretty... There's some uh, some Japanese games that look pretty close to porn on the Switch. And uh, there's just also a smart, uh, smaller kit. So it's got a blaster rifle thing. Um it's kind of odd looking. It makes you kind of look like an elephant because you're looking through the thing and then the blaster's like attached to it. Or there's like a camera one. There's like all kinds of different stuff. There's one that kind of makes it look like you're like have like a scuba robot that propels you. you know, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's a virtual reality set. It says it won't suddenly let you play Breath of the Wild in VR, but I don't see what, like, what are you going to use it for? Are there games? Is there going to be a game? I mean, Labo is kind of like you make your own games. Right? Gotcha. I, I am like There's like the piano, it. and you can change a bunch of shit about it. You can co- code a bunch of stuff to kind of like make. Gotcha. Well, apparently things. you can make your know. own virtual reality game. I don't know how that works, to be honest. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to look more into that, and I'll talk about it next week. I think it's less like you make games, but you can make your different cardboard creations react in different ways gotcha yeah i don't know i'll have to check out what you can do with it maybe they don't they haven't told you yet let's see i'm gonna just google it what can you do with vr switch look at porn but but what but there's a catch Ooh. clickbait so it's compatible with all current current games clickbait Mm-mm-mm. I okay. So I don't you know. Can, you can put your little switch and play Breath of the Wild in 3D. Yeah, but it says no. You can't play. I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll look up more of that about that and talk about it next time. Uh, so there's been a rumor that there's going to be a discless. I hate that word. Discless. Discless. I don't know. My mouth, my mouth doesn't. Yeah, I think my mouth, that's what my mouth wants to say. Discless Xbox One to release. Um, soon and there's been rumors around and now Windows Central is saying that it's going to actually come in May and it's codenamed Xbox Maverick it's just just, they come out with all these powerful and new systems so late and I get like well this one's not supposed to be a powerful and new system this is just supposed to be an Xbox One with only digital um, capabilities and I guess they're calling it the Xbox One S all digital edition um so it's just supposed to be um, a cheaper version. It's more of a budget version than like the big powerful one. Are they still doing that uh, pay-as-you-go kind of thing? Just uh, so late. 
the uh, like ten dollars a month for everything. Oh yeah, I haven't really heard much about that. I'm gonna assume so. I haven't seen. I but thought I... there was like a trial run they were doing of it. Yeah, but, I'm not know. sure. Um, I mean, I think this is just kind of the thing to, especially now, um, Neil. I think it is late, but for Xbox, they had a really um, kind of rough launch, you know. And so as it's getting closer towards the end, I think now is kind of where they have some good stuff for once <laughs> and you probably got some people jumping on yeah i mean if the and game I guess pass i've used a- the disc reader in my mm-hmm. one in my one x mm-hmm. once to play right. gta 5 in like yeah in like think about red dead redemption isn't on pc Red Dead Redemption 2. Somebody's like, yeah. I finally want to play that game. What do you want to pay for a full PS4 if that's the game you want to play? You know, you might grab that. You might grab Game Pass and check out all those games on there. I think it's just as we're going down the line. And it, it might be late, but we still don't even know what the new consoles are, you know? Or when. Yeah, or when. So, Because, I mean, they're still, what, probably a year out. Yeah, at minimum. Um, so, who knows? Or, you know, your Xbox breaks down and you're like, Clinton, and you're like, well, I've never used whatever, and I think the new one's coming soon, or you don't have enough money to go for the big one, and you just grab this one. I don't think it's a bad idea. I like it. Yeah. I don't mind discless mm-hmm. at all. Yeah if, yeah, if the next Xbox had a version that was discless, I would consider it. Definitely. Um, especially if it was like, if there was like, oh, here's the more powerful version also without a di- you know mm-hmm. something like that but and who knows i mean there's like parents with kids too maybe they wanted the xbox forever and maybe this will be the one that yeah i was thinking there are price point. there are always generations like aging into it right right for sure so so we'll see if that all comes to fruition um this is also an uh, microsoft thing halo the master chief collection is coming to pc and it is also adding halo reach so oh, this is nice. Yeah, so this is something people have wanted for a long time, both of those things. Um, people have been asking, when is it coming to PC? Uh, people are very excited about this. I mean, it's odd because we talk about Halo and it is an older franchise, but you kind of forget there are these diehard people about it. They're really excited. So um, PC, they didn't want to make people wait for all the games like to be ready so what they're going to do is reach is going to come out first and then they're going to get added to bc in chronological order interesting mm-hmm. reach is going to be the campaign is going to be dlc that um the campaign and firefight is dlc but the multiplayer will be free for everybody that has master chief so that's pretty cool i'm excited to play reach again i think that was my favorite one that was one of my favorite ones definitely so um it'll have that means it'll have every halo shooter except for five that master chief will it's got odst also so that's pretty cool um and this next one is related to that one from this is from game informer last one's from kotaku uh people were so excited that someone said hey i want to buy 343 some pizza so the first developer that gained contact with me buy some pizza so he a developer said hey sure get some pizza so people started buying 343 pizza and they started tweeting about it that pizza started coming so a couple pizzas show up then there's another tweet that more pizzas showed up then another tweet that more pizzas showed up so they finally had to tweet out please stop sending us pizza (laughs) (laughs) 
said the halo community is awesome we're excited too please don't send any more pizzas to 343 industries the building receptionist isn't here so it's getting logistically challenging and we really don't want to see all this food go to waste (laughs) so yeah from what i can see it looks like it looks like upwards of like 15 to 20 pizzas maybe more i don't know if he didn't take a picture of each one but (laughs) then two liters of pop and breadsticks and all kinds of stuff so that's pretty funny that's funny so yeah, um, it's going to be available on Steam also, which is a win for them because everything's been going like exclusive to Epic recently. Huh. Uh, this is one that we kind of saw coming because of our discussions with Nick and other um, times, but all Fortnite dances based lawsuits are dropped for now. Because on March 4th, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that people must complete their registration with the Copyright <laughs> Office before they can sue for copyright infringement. So... You know, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So basically, you can't sue you can't somebody. Have something copywritten to, <laughs> to sue for sue copyright. copyright. Yep. So basically, that's it. That's it, the end of that for now. Especially so. like Alfonso, whatever his last name is. Ribeiro. Ribeiro. Like, you had 20 years to know that your dance has made some waves. You're right. in pop culture. Uh, maybe you or your agent should have thought of, huh? Let's try to get our name on that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. So Millie or two Millie, two Millie. He might be a rapper. There's a there's a Millie rock dance. He he sued him. Uh, Alfonso and then other some other people like that backpack kid and all that. Sounds so. like two Millie does not have two Millie. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Sometimes that there's like people I'm like who are I'm getting to that age where it'll be like I'll be on Snapchat or whatever and you know how they have those uh, well you don't really use it Neil but you you might remember Clinton how they'll have like little things about celebrities underneath like in the stories oh they'll just be like a random one like this person would and I'm like I don't know who any of these people are <laughs> starting to get to that point well and so. because we just got so many our country is a celebrity mill. We just make a <laughs> sure. new celebrity every weekend and then forget about him in two months. Just True. ruining lives left and right. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there are YouTube stars that have been popular for a while that we just aren't aware of. Kids love talking, YouTube. I'm not talking about YouTube stars. Gotcha. Talking about Snapchat stars? And two, the, the two millies of the world. Oh, rappers. I mean, that's always been a thing. One hit wonders and things like that. It's been around. Yeah, but now with the with the ease it is to put content out into the world, it's true. You know, it's happening at an unprecedented level. But it's harder to become popular because there's so much content. Absolutely. So that the music industry, we're off topic. <laughs> it's all good. But it's kind of like the indie games, like we were talking about. You know, you've talked about indie games. Like anyone can make a game now, but then it's going to be hard to become. You know, you'll get your starter to do it valleys and stuff like that. I would say there is much more risk in making an indie game than there is putting some half talent person in a recording studio that you own for a weekend. True, true. I mean, they probably make a full album though. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. That's always fun. Find a one-hit wonder. Do them a favor and listen to their whole album. Do them a favor and buy their album. If you listen to it on Spotify, <laughs> you gave them like seventy cents. Yeah, but at least when they open up their mail, they can go, oh, someone listened to my album. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Might make someone's day. 
you can there used to be a way to search things that had like the least listens. yeah there's a website i can um and you could go and listen to songs that had no no one had listened to on spotify yeah the, the songs that no one had listened to yeah. so you'd be the first person to ever listen on spotify i have to look that up again that was fun to do <laughs> we should have a party where we do that <laughs> That is a great well, idea. That will quickly turn into an awful party. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got to be aware of what it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's like a, it's like a hate to watch movie. But you might find some good stuff that just like yeah. no one cared about. Diamond or, in the rough just, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> just get popped out of some kids' fucking fruity loops, and like here you go, <laughs> and it's it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> some twelve year old just put this on Spotify. <laughs> Uh, this one, I've already texted Neil right away as soon as I saw it, but uh, Borderlands 3 announcement is te- has been teased by Gearbox um, at PAX East on March 28th. So it's basically, there's no way it's not Borderlands. It's the style of Borderlands. Yeah. It's It says Exit 3. It says Boston, Massachusetts, which is where the PAX East is going to be. So incoming Borderlands 3. Nice. announcement hopefully i hope that it's not just like a little teaser i hope we get to see a little gameplay or something yeah or at least like here's the four characters or yeah something. I, that would oh, be yeah. cool for sure I, um, part of me is thinking like june maybe yeah, be very july cool if it was really if it was a quick turnaround from when we got to see it for when it came out i'm not I'll, getting my hopes up but the last i heard was it was in the localization phase, which means right. it was being translated to all the language it needed needed to be, but it was done. What all indie band do you think they're going to use for their opening? <laughs> they're all... they're about to make their own star. Yeah, because they went on Spotify and found found, found someone that never played. Because <laughs> the first one was uh, Cage Elephant, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. That kind of yeah. brought them. What was the second Borderlands Two song? Uh, ain't no place for a hero. Right. So go home. I don't know the band. I like that yeah, song. I don't think that one actually yeah, made it as far as the first one. I don't one, recognize but I, that yeah. one. But uh, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked was already popular before Borderlands was using it. Yeah. 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 At least it had some momentum. I think, yeah, a little before. bit. I think that whole band had momentum and that yeah. kind of just gave them a, gave them a little <laughs> one. All right, before we go into this last one, I do want to warn people, it does have to deal, deal deals with sexual assault. So if you are sensitive to that kind of stuff, uh, you might want to fast forward. This is our last news topic. So uh, just fast forward to the main event if that's your kind of thing, if that's this isn't your kind of thing you want to hear. So basically, um, this there was a game that was trying to make it on Steam called Rape Day. And... It's a little interesting because Steam has tried to take like a hands-off approach, or they've said they have, although people say that that's not really what they do, because they've taken off some games for inappropriate content, usually like underage, or depictions like of underage dating girls. sims? Or- yeah, like underage dating sims and stuff like that. Um, so, Or there'll, there'll be a game that's trying to make it through, there's like a review process for Steam, and they'll just leave it in limbo, yeah. so the game never actually makes it on. So this person made a game called Rape Day. It was set in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, And you could do sex crimes, murders, or anything else that a a serial killer would do. So you could verbally harass, kill people, and rape women as part of the gameplay loop. So... And it was primarily a visual novel. It's not like an RPG, but that's not like it makes it any better. But this this developer was clearly doing the, the minimum amount of effort 
to test Steam's bounds. Right. And he said, um, this is what the developer said, I have not broken any rules, so I don't see how my game could get banned unless Steam changes their policies. He wrote on their website, my game was properly marked as an adult with a thorough description of all the uh, potentially offensive content before coming soon page went live on Steam. So yeah, it's a visual novel, but I think you can like, make the choices and stuff. Yes. Um, so Valve has now said they're not going to allow it on the store. Which is, you know, obviously not a hands-off approach. But he did say this. Much of our policy and w- what we distribute is and must be reactionary. We simply have to wait and see what comes to us via Steam Direct, uh, Johnson wrote. We then have to make a judgment call about any risk it puts to Valve, uh, our developer partners, or our customers. After significant fact-finding and discussion, we think Rape Day poses unknown costs and risk, and therefore it won't be on Steam. Yeah, and I saw that they have a like one of their one of their criteria that's listed is is a game made solely to be kind of reactionary to right. cause reactions. Right. Like, is it? And I think the language they use is like very internet culture. Like, is it a trolling game? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. And I mean, very obviously, this one is like this right. is just the the guy is clearly making it just to cause a reaction. Right. Get get his uh his hundred thousand dollars off of all the dumbasses buying it or whatever and then get out right like it's not actually a actual thing that he like right it's not a fucking passion project it's him pushing boundaries it's that that thing kind of came up that we talked about like that i know it when i'll see it kind of thing yeah like when you know it's just meant to be offensive yeah because like there are definitely games where there's sexual assault like present you know but it's part of like a storytelling thing yeah. and like that's a part of art too there's movies and books that that's like part of yeah like happens. silent hill and stuff has right kind of some pretty graphic stuff in it right and uh you know but if it's not doesn't have any kind of artistic merit like you said just trying to get a reaction yeah then there's there's no reason um i think this was a good call on their part it's just kind of the thing to be like okay we don't have a written rule like or we whatever we also shouldn't need one <laughs> yeah exactly but come on yeah and like, and like oh it's not against any of their rules right but like fuck you like they own the company what like, their rules are yeah, like they're gonna that be just like, sounds like oh we missed it like you know what <laughs> oh I mean? yep like, yep not against our rules i guess there's nothing we can do right like hbo like, doesn't really have any rules we can't change our rules right. <laughs> like fuck you like yeah like hbo doesn't have any like rules for content you know what i mean yeah but they're not just gonna play like a freaking porn you know what i mean like, yeah like it's not this that kind this of thing. screams to me just like little brother syndrome like i'm not touching you i'm not touching you right. i'm not touching you it's like what what how can i get noticed in the most annoying way and prove yeah. at the same time in like the dickiest way possible that i'm intelligent and i have found a loophole and right uh, yeah and yeah he thinks so- he's making steam look stupid but i think he really just kind of glorifying them a little look bit stupid. him yeah. as well but also like, like i don't know that's and stupid. some people are upset like in the way of being like well we didn't want the game on steam but if they're gonna say it's open policy and it's like but really guys come on like yeah. also fuck you <laughs> yeah, like like what do you want in there like because it's so hard to write a specific it is that like i know it when i'll see it like if there's a game that's telling a story that has some kind of sexual assault moment that is handling it 
properly and is not like glorifying it like this game obviously was then you know then maybe that game makes it you know what i mean like the last of us has some pretty dark stuff and things like that but it's part of a a story and a narrative but just making this is like not yeah so what do you what do you want them to put you know yeah i hate the critics that are trying to get it both ways like there is no way if you want your business and if you're one complaining about this you're a game developer if you want your business to truly be taken as an art form you want to be dealing with someone who understands art needs to be interpreted uh, interpreted on you know individually. I, you right. can't just say all games going on cannot use sexual violence in any way, shape, or form because there is obviously a really powerful uh, uh, narrative and and uh, a story and, and and what's the word. Uh, a lesson to be learned, but a one-word version for that out of that, um, and I—it's just moral, uh, moral, moral. Story. Yeah, sure, yeah. moral. I go with that. But I mean, like in in the same vein as that, like the if you like, yeah. So Steam has kind of an open policy to just kind of put whatever game, and you can make your game whatever you want and put it on there. Like, yeah, that's fine if you think that that's what's going on, but they still have a review policy. Right. And they have rules set up for it. And yeah. so, like, if they're reviewing it and they're like, oh, this isn't going to be good for Steam, this isn't going to be good for the other publishers on mm-hmm. Steam because it is so offensive, then they have that right to not publish your garbage on for their sure. on their platform. Agreed. Yep. Also, um, maybe don't call it rape day, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, even if this game was, like, that, yeah, exactly. Even just giving it a title is the worst because it's, like you said, you're able, you're able to be like a serial killer or a murderer or whatever. But just calling it that is part of that trolling thing. You know what I mean? And that attention. Yeah, you're just seeking. doing it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If it was called something else, I still hope they wouldn't put it on. Like, oh, if that's absolutely. just what the point of the game is. But it still would have been more like, you know, he, this is just so obvious yeah. what he's if, trying if, to do. If his true intention was to make Steam look two-faced, then he shouldn't have given it a trolley title. I'm so glad sure. that it didn't get through. I bet he's a garbage person working with garbage <laughs> yeah. people. There was a great quote I read from other developers reacting to this game that was like... Uh, one of them was like an old boss told me a long time ago bad people make bad games and right. they didn't they didn't mean that in the sense of like unplayable like just bad games they mean like they mean like evil games they're out right. there right. people have bad ideas and think they're good right uh, yeah i mean it's they, kind of in the similar vein to like manhunt and some of those games like, yeah how did any of those get kind of Right. I mean, make your games or whatever, but like, why does it have to be like (laughs) ultra violent? So crazy. Like, Rockstar's not even that bad. I mean, most of Rockstar's. They made uh, Manhunt, though. Did Rockstar? Yeah. I I thought they were just the publishers on it. But I mean, like, ultra violence isn't anything super. I mean, it's pretty gruesome. Like, yeah, but I mean, that's in like movies and stuff. When you start talking about like sexual violence sexual and violence stuff, and yeah. stuff, it's like a whole nother level. Yeah. So, because I mean, there's ultra violent movies. You know, you got your Saw and your 
Yeah, and I don't like those stuff. either. So yeah, I'm not a fan of those either. But if you you know if you want like that ultra violent horror, that's not like a yeah yeah. But I I don't know if you want to make that game, go ahead and fucking make it. But don't expect anyone to fucking like publish it to yeah to yeah. fucking cheerlead you for doing it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he said he's gonna try to find some other way to to like to put it publish out there. It. But it's yeah. like yeah, he's gonna have to buy his own domain and yeah do it that way. So. All right, we're going to take a little break, and we will be back with our discussion. Main discussion. (laughs) Well, we've been discussing already. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Game Goose. How are you feeling today? Feeling good? Feeling bad? Uh, I'm feeling more renegade than Paragon. (laughs) Feel more renegade? (laughs) Uh, Today, we're going to talk about being able to play good or evil in a game. Yeah. Clinton says he thinks we may have talked about this before, but I think we were just talking no, about I think choices. Just, yeah, I think that's yeah, and we kind of brushed against it. But yeah, we, I think we've talked about this. We've talked adjacently about adjacent, multiple yeah. times. Um, we we this dabble comes from, in a lot of things. We like to birdwalk in our conversations. <laughs> um, this comes from a uh, a listener, someone I knew. What is birdwalking? They don't ever walk in a straight line, I don't think. Yeah, you know how they like hop to the left and then they hop to the right and then they hop to the left, but they're still going straight. They're just taking the weirdest paths to get there. I've never heard this. No? Is I it guess like it, elephant, the opposite of elephant marching? Do elephants what's march elephant in a straight marching? line? Haven't you seen Dumbo? Or not Dumbo, uh, Jungle Book? Dude. <laughs> yeah, but is it a phrase? Elephant, march, elephant marching? They're elephant know. marching through the I, conversation? I, I have no idea. All right. <laughs> I think the elephant marching is, yeah, you just, like, kind of go straight through things. <laughs> All right. I'm well, going to put that in Urban Dictionary right now. <laughs> and I'm going to reference it. it in an hour when it's there. Make sure you get it copyrighted <laughs> yeah. so you can sue people. Elephant marching. No, sorry. <laughs> um, so this comes from a listener, like I said. I don't like to use people's names, so we'll just call him D. It is not Dan. It is not me. <laughs> Dan, you can't just... Just <laughs> referencing myself. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so I went to Urban Dictionary uh-huh. to see what Elephant March, if it was in there. Uh-huh. And a uh, little bit dirty, uh, obviously, Urban Dictionary. It's yeah. when you get in a line with a bunch of guys and everyone bends over and sticks your thumb up the guy's asshole in front of you with one hand and cup the guy's balls with the other and then walk. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Who needed to give that phrase a definition? <laughs> People out there, man. Yeah, you just walk straight through things. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's quite the definition. So don't use elephant march in everyday conversation. No, apparently not. You might end up in an odd situation. In a weird frat hazing (laughs) ritual. (laughs) Uh, So uh, this listener said he has a really hard time being bad. When you are given the option. So in a lot of games, you know, you, uh, that, you know, has become popular. You can do the bad guy, the good guy thing. He says that he can't get through the bad guy options. So on like a second playthrough, he can't see the other things. You said you have you have this issue too, Clinton? Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. I never want to be mean to people. Right? Even if they're not real? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh... There are options that I like the reporter in Mass Effect. I'm always gonna punch that bitch. <laughs> She's annoying as hell. She's gonna get hit. <laughs> but I mean, there are things like 
in the witcher and stuff where mm-hmm. it's like they're clearly like oh like these guys these peasants or whatever are trying to start shit with you there's the option to just walk away there's the option to like instigate them or there's the option to try to calm them down right i'm usually gonna pick the one to calm them down because they're just dumb peasants like right. and the witcher's gonna kill them <laughs> <laughs> if they get in a fight they're gonna die right and i don't want to kill them but um, and then in The Witcher, you end up picking the, like, just ignore them option or whatever, or the walk away option, and they're like, oh, you're just going to insult us and then leave. I don't think so. And then you have to kill them anyways. But, like, <laughs> but at least oh, you tried to make for the, right the choice. choice. <laughs> right. Um, that's something else I want to get to. Neil, how about you? Uh, do you play the bad guy ever? If you give an option? I'm, I am so sensitive. Like, I can't act. <laughs> like, I was... you said it, too. I am so sensitive. <laughs> When my parents were here, they recounted a story to me when I was, I was young. I was really young. But do you remember Mad TV Magazine? Yeah. Yeah, Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine? Yeah, not Mad yeah. TV Magazine. Mad yeah, Magazine. Mad they had a cover. Mad Magazine. Mad, they Mad had Magazine. a cover well. that was How to Hunt Pikachu. And on the cover, there were like six different hunters, like ways a hunter has caught and killed Pikachu. Uh-huh. There was like blood. I... Fell down on my knees and broke down in a quality dairy. <laughs> oh, you must have been pretty young then if it was at like the height of the Pokemon fan base. Oh, fan, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You I were was like six or seven years old. Yeah, I was in my Pikachu. Like, that was the height of my fandom. That's and hilarious. My little brain couldn't take it. And then one other. As an older person, like the first time I played Halo, I had a friend that I'd always play Halo 1 with. We'd go mm-hmm. through the, the campaigns on harder and harder difficulties, and he would always get, he would always be like, fuck our Marines, they're stupid. And the AI was really stupid. And he'd just kill them all. And yeah. it would make me so mad. Like, why <laughs> you just got it? Just leave them alone, dude. <laughs> right, like they don't do anything. That's funny, because, like, um, Halo, I would never kill the own Marine because you'd be like, "Oh, you can get their guns." I'm like, "Yeah, but whatever, dude." Like, if the idea that like as a video game you are role playing that character, Master Chief wouldn't just kill his Marines so he could get the guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes me out of it when you're trying to like do that kind of thing when you're obviously a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always weird. So I, I, oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm jumping back to the Mad Magazine. Oh, I thought Thank you were you gonna. Too. I thought you were gonna be like. Back to elephant walking. No, kind of, in a way. <laughs> there's Pikachu walking? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's different things of how to kill Pikachu. Uh, one's the six-gun salute. And this is got, all from Mad Magazine? Yeah, okay. it's right on the cover. It's got six guns pointed at a Pikachu. There's the uh, <laughs> steamrolled to something, where mm-hmm. Pikachu's rolled up under a steamroller. Uh, there's one where he's pulverized. Uh, in a blender, it looks like, and one where he's flushed down the toilet, and then one where there's a stick of dynamite shoved up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. That. I think I've seen this. Oh, maybe not. This is not what I thought it looked like. <laughs> How would we kill this Pokemon? Vote inside. How should we kill this Pokemon? Vote inside. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was 1999, so Neil, you yeah, you would have been eight. Eight. <laughs> um, that's funny. Yeah, like I don't like doing that like i guess like it's kind of odd because i might do that to start to be like oh i wonder like i always wanted to check the the limitations of the game like i always want to see 
can I shoot a random person? Can I do this thing? Yeah. What happens? But as soon as I know, I'm pretty much being like, okay, I'm Master Chief. Master Chief doesn't just randomly kill Marines. So I'll play that. Um, but I don't have an issue playing a bad guy, like, at all. Because I am, like, in that role-playing thing. Courtney says she also has a hard time. Like, in Mass Effect, she wants to, like, see everything because she loves story and stuff. And she, like, said she almost cried when she had to do something bad <laughs> in Mass Effect. And that's just, so, that's so odd to me because I definitely, enjoy, I enjoy playing both ways. Usually when I play first, I play how I would play, like yeah. if I was in the game. Then if I play again, I usually go one extreme or the other. So I've done both. Well, um, I think it makes sense. Out of all of us, you're kind of an asshole, so... <laughs> I mean, I just, like, see it as, like, a role-playing, like, situation to be the bad guy. Like, the best... I was just thinking about all the different things that you can do, like, all the other games that you can play bad in and good. Um, I think the first one, I've talked about this game before, was that I ever remember was Black and White. It was a game that Lionhead Studios made before Fable, and it kind of bled into Fable, where you were a god, and you could be a good god or a bad god. And you could do good things, evil things. If you you would get like good or bad energy, and you had a hand, and it would become like godly and glow white. And if you were if you were good, if you were evil, it would grow long nails and become like black. Excuse me. And uh, there was good and bad spells. So if you're good, you could like heal people. If you were bad, you'd learn like a lightning spell and things like that. And the good characters, the good gods, would try to win people over and earn power by. Um, making them start to pray to them and yeah. kind of like um, what do you call it <coughs> like kind of just gain favor and recruit not recruit them what do you was like recruiting in religion <laughs> recruiting I guess so Convert. converting converting there we go and we're converting them and if you're evil you won by like throwing fireballs at the other god's temple or like scaring the scaring the people into converting to being like well if we don't start praying to this god he's gonna start throwing fireballs at us and that was a really cool thing so like um, christian missionaries <laughs> right <laughs> depending depending on which which part um and then that went into fable and i definitely played fable multiple ways as a very good or very evil person but both of those games really never uh, wanted you to play as like a like a person that made good and bad choices. Yeah, both those games really wanted you to pick a side and do that. Yeah, that's an interesting kind of thing too. Because I guess, and I mean, I don't know because I didn't do this, mm. but I guess some of the best kind of like the best way to get the story and have the story make sense in Red Dead Redemption Two is to start out playing Arthur as like a bad guy. He's mm-hmm. out for himself. He's like stealing shit. He's killing people, and then he kind of has like a redemption arc and I guess they're like playing it that way of like the first kind of few story beats you play as kind of the bad guy out for himself he's willing to just kill and steal and do whatever and then kind of as the story goes on and Dutch starts going crazy you kind of have this redemption of character and you start playing as more a like good guy Mm -hmm. who isn't just out to steal and kill and kind is trying to kind of is trying to kind of redeem himself in his own eyes and kind of Abby's eyes. Uh, Abby is one of the like people that isn't in the gang. And then she 
becomes part of the gang in the very beginning but uh you're trying to like redeem yourself in like her eyes and kind of some of the other characters in it i guess it's like makes the story kind of more powerful right to kind of have him ha- go through that kind of redemption arc which is like yeah i mean you start out making those bad or making the evil choice of kind of killing people and just doing whatever and mm-hmm. then as you time goes on you become like a nicer guy you're not just shooting people for no reason right stuff yeah that's pretty interesting like it's not just like a one way through the whole thing i've Um, always thrived in the the chaotic neutral position um and this is specific pretty much to role-playing games where you get to make a lot of little choices especially that don't affect the story but like in in fallout new vegas i think it's new vegas i've the the town with the nuke in it built around the bomb that's three that's three Mm -hmm. um i've i've blown that up and not felt bad about it before Okay, yeah, that's evil. That's a that's like the most evil action you can do. And you can do it like instantly in that game. Oh, it's one of the first choices you have. It's great. Yeah. Uh I wanna play three again. <laughs> Is that the call but, to the atom? What was that? Yeah, the um yeah. Well not all of them. There there are there are cultists in. cultists in the city praising the bomb and yeah, you can either defuse it or make it explode and God, but that's such a powerful, like, early moment in the game, too, to just make it blow up a city and just be like, well, that's gone. Like, that's, a, that's a major trading hub for you, or it's just a hole. Yeah. It's got a uh, bunch of ghouls in it. But, yeah, I, I, I pretty much, I, I guess I do, much like you're saying, I do kind of role play the game, whereas I inherently I try to do good. But even if a Good, if a good guy is mean, if if I don't like a good guy, he's as good as dead. If I get the opportunity, I'm okay <laughs> with that. There's like things I can justify to myself. It's not a hard right or wrong. Right. It's like I I don't I don't care that you're I don't know a a paladin and you fight for all the things. You're still an arrogant blonde blue eyed jerk, and right. as soon as you turn your back, I'm gonna stab you. <laughs> I think if there's any game that I've ever played that you can really kind of, because like I said, in black and white, you kind of go one way or the other, and Fable kind of go one way or the other. I believe I haven't played it um, all the way through. Excuse me. And Infamous is another game where you can kind of play as good or evil. Uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed yeah. is another game. But those games really push you to make a choice Yeah, because you, you start you, playing. And you don't get kind of the higher tier unlocks unless you go one way or the other. Right. Um, I think out of all the games that I can really think of, and I'm sure there are some other ones out there, if there's a game that you just kind of want to play how you would play, where you make good or bad choices... Or maybe you're a thief, but like a good thief at heart. I think the best like ones are, are Fallout to make that option. In Elder Scrolls, you kind of have that. But the thing with Elder Scrolls is in the end, you're always kind of a good guy because you're saving the world, you know? Yeah. But in Fallout, especially um, the fir- three in New Vegas, the ones that, you know, I've played. I haven't played one or two, so don't quote me on those. But the things you're doing in new vegas and in three you're just really doing for yourself you're looking for your dad or you're trying to do the cure the courier like 
package you're trying to find the guy who killed you like none of those have to do with being some savior or anything like that you know what i'm saying except for i think in three aren't you trying to fix the water neil maybe that is more of a good guy thing oh it's been so long since i played that yeah uh in four you're looking for your son but you can't really be bad in four you can steal stuff but like in dialogue options you can't just be like i hate you you suck i'm gonna kill you you have to be like i'm snarky (laughs) yeah (laughs) like there's no really bad option yeah so yeah the witcher i think does a good way of like towing that like middle ground pretty well because there are like i was saying right there's no hard yeah yeah there's no like and I don't think there's anything that really tracks how good or evil you are. Right. It's just the choices that you make kind of affect what's going on in the world mm-hmm. around you. So, like, and, I mean, in that game, there's not always a, like it, like I was saying, there's not always, like, a right choice that's going to end up in a good kind of outcome. Right. Or a bad outcome or whatever. I mean, it's just the choice you make kind of informs the world around you. Right. Uh, and... Uh, kind of how people react to you, I think, as well. But I don't think, yeah, there's like a ticker that's counting how many good things you've done or how many bad things you've done right. like some games have. And I think it does it well. I think it's like purely a story mechanic and not so much a gameplay mechanic like in Force Unleashed where you kind of unlock things via right. being good or evil. And the one thing that I don't like about The Witcher, that kind of... Uh, mode of doing it is that like sometimes like I was saying the the choices that you think you're making aren't like they don't play out how you want them to which is I, I won't say it's like dissatisfying but like it's kind you of feel like you don't have control yeah it takes kind of, for me anyways it kind of rips me out of that and I know Courtney really likes that kind of part of it right uh, but for me it kind of pulls me out of it of like oh that's not what I wanted to happen like okay i guess that's like whatever that's not what i wanted to happen and it kind of pulls me that like fourth wall kind of crumbles a little bit right because you have this feeling of like oh man like and you're not even thinking about the game anymore you're thinking more about like yeah i I get that that that's they're trying to emulate life where what you say might not get the reaction you want yeah right but still like I had sex with a beautiful woman, woman, and I thought I loved her, and I just didn't want her to blow up a city. And now I'm killing her. Like, come on, game. I was just trying to talk her down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is interesting. But there, you know, it's good that there's a mix of all these different kind of games. So. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I do miss games where there was a counter that you went one way or the other. That, that means seems to have kind of disappeared. They still have like Red Dead Redemption Two has a ticker in it. Oh, about how good and how bad you are. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, the Mass Effect game all they all had like Paragon, and I forget what the other one was. Right. Right. Um, Renegade. Renegade. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Fable had one. Yeah, Fable. But, I don't think it had a number counter. It just what you looked like. Was more uh, of, no, you could no, go in right. your menu, and you'd be close to a devil or a halo. Even you're in your right. Menu. It was very confusing because it like it was, negative yeah. was good and positive was bad. <laughs> I remember some part of it like not making much sense. Yeah, Knights uh, of the Old Republic has one. Fallout had Karma. Karma. Yeah, they got rid of that in four. I mean, it's just been so long I since I feel like a a decision like story based RPG has come out. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're all like kind of in the future. Like we're waiting for like cyberpunk, yeah, things like that. 
And that I, that won't have a ticker to count how good or evil you are in it. That's going to no. be very much kind of in the vein like of The, the Witcher. Witcher. Yeah. 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 Maybe there's like indie games that are doing it. Yeah, I'm sure there are. It's it was just, just it was just such a big like almost like genre. Yeah. <laughs> like for a long time, like almost every game came out it was like, do you want to be good or bad? And it really kind of was around that fable time. But yeah, like I said, Red Dead 2 has mm-hmm. has a counter in it. It has a very like clear indicator right. of how good or bad you are and doing and it like every time something happened it pops up like a game two honor or right yeah like but, i do kind of miss that kind of stuff yeah i don't know it in red dead it didn't really translate well for me because i just i don't know that i have such a love-hate relationship with that game <laughs> yeah. I, yeah i don't know that game is it's a good game Mm -hmm. it's an interesting like story and everything but it's such a hashed out kind of story of the listener that recommended this topic um he said his hot take is that assassin's creed odyssey that's the newest one right is better than red dead redemption 2 yeah which i've been hearing the last two he's like they're like open world rpgs he's they're completely different he's yeah. a lot of fun because i've fallen off of assassin's creed is odyssey or origins the one that odyssey is the newest one origins is the one before okay. but origins was the first one that kind of broke the mold a little switched bit. Yeah. yeah to like an open world rpg kind of style thing uh. excuse me yeah, I mean, maybe someday. We all know I have that list, and I'm trying not to buy any games this year. So, But maybe, but Courtney, like, I've been trying to push her to try them because she liked the Assassin's Creed games and just recently fell off. Yeah. Like, right before Origins, and I was like, I hear they're very different now yeah. from everybody. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, another game that I'm surprised doesn't have kind of this kind of thing going in it because it seems like Rife for kind of trackers for options like this and kind of giving options mm-hmm. like this is Borderlands. I think the whole thing with Borderlands is that it's just supposed to be like straightforward. Just, they just want you run to be mercenary. Story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's that's fine. I feel like there are plenty of options and points for kind of tracking mm-hmm. how good and bad you are that are very subsurface level. Like a lot of these games are. Yeah, in where your choices really don't matter. Right. Other than like three cutscenes. Yeah, I just think. Like, why I like the stories of Borderlands. Like, I think it's not really their main. Yeah, no, 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 I don't think it is at all. And I just, I'm surprised that it's not an option in Mm -hmm. them. But I guess I, yeah, I mean, I understand that they want it to be kind of a linear story that everyone gets the same thing, which is very admirable, I think, to kind of say, like, no, this is our story. Right. Like, you're going to get our story that we want to tell. Yeah. It's not going to be some bogged down, watered out, or watered down, drug out. Yeah, slog that you have to kind of play sixteen times to see kind of every option. If you yeah. if you're that kind of person, and I think that's becoming more popular now in a way too. Is, are these narratives that where they build these, they can build these beautiful moments because th- th- you do what they said they were you were gonna. Yeah, do. Um, you know I I'm glad you said that because I kind of forgot about that. The uh, there's there's something really stressful for me about playing. Mass Effect and playing uh, Dishonored even did this. Like, knowing the way I play this game and the decisions I make, whether even even if I think I'm making the right decision, I might come out after playing this game for 20 hours, I might get an unsatisfying ending. Right. 
Yeah, like with all these different endings and stuff, yeah. And it's not like the end of the game really matters. If you enjoyed the gameplay, if you enjoyed playing the game, like, fine, do it again. But still, it's like, ah. Like, I, 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 like, I like that there are so many different options, especially with Dishonored. But still, like, I tried my hardest, and I was good, and the world yeah. is still in shambles. Yeah, and then I don't up, feel like a hero. Yeah, and you end up with like forum posts of this is how you get the good ending. Right. Like, oh, like they, they you can tell that this is the story they wanted to tell and you have to do these specific actions to kind of get the good version of the story. Whereas if you didn't make these decisions, you get some yeah, subpar version that the writers were kind of crammed into writing in the last 3 months of production. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, Courtney will always, like, kind of look and see. Sometimes she'll look and see if she's going to get the good ending. Or she'll finish the game and she'll go on YouTube and just, like, watch, watch the other ones. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. So what about games where you are forced to be bad in a way? So the one that we've all played is kind of Grand Theft Auto. And I know you're not, like, 100% a bad person in those games, you know. Yeah. I guess it depends. Yeah, I... I- I like I said in games where I have the choice, I usually choose the the good guy option. Mm-hmm. In games like Grand Theft Auto, where you're kind of expected to be kind of the outlaw bad guy, mm-hmm. meanie meanie dude, right? I'm fine with doing that. I have yeah. fun doing that. Right. Yep. Yep. I agree. Holy, if you give me a blank slate character, I'm gonna err on the side of neutral to good. If you start me me in a game and tell me I'm a you know, a ruthless thief and robber. I'm gonna act like it, unless mm. unless a character I meet or a story you tell me really changes my mind. But if you know, if I hear like a half-ass sob story, like that's not gonna, yeah, you're fucking dead. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's interesting, and in, especially Grand Theft Auto Five, you have all three characters, and they kind of have like levels to them, um, stuff like that. But you can make choices. You know, there's those things that'll happen where a guy will steal someone's purse, and you gotta chase him down and get the stuff. You can make the choice to actually chase him down and, like, punch him and get the purse, and he'll run away and take it to the lady or whatever. Oh, no, or, I know. I was killing Or, yeah, or you just pull out your gun and wreck the dude. But it's sometimes that, like, scares the people, too. And then you just take the purse and drive away. Yeah, you can do That's a whole cho- <laughs> little choice, too, you can make, too, you know? You can just take the money and leave. Or, like, you'll just, that guy stole my bike. I'd always just pop the guy in the back of the head, and the guy's like, dude, you didn't have to kill him. <laughs> like, freak out and stuff. Okay, so if, if you're meant to be bad, you guys are, like, totally cool yeah. with it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if, that, if you're playing a bad guy, I'm going to play a bad guy. Gotcha. Like, I don't have a problem in uh, blah, 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 Red, Dead. Red Dead shooting people in a heist, like, right, gone yeah. bad or whatever. Right. That, to me, uh, I... I think that's true to a point, but we were talking about, like, Manhunt earlier. I don't think I would enjoy being that character. I don't think I would enjoy that gameplay. If you give me someone right. who's truly evil, maybe there's a... Maybe there's, like, a weird middle ground. Like, being, like, an evil medieval sorcerer or something would be fun. But definitely not, like, a new age, like, someone I can see myself being in a time frame that's pretty close to mine i i'm gonna have a hard time being like brutally brutally evil have you guys played overlord or overlord 2 uh-uh. i, I don't not. know if 2 was good or not i can't remember anyway it's a kind of an older 
That's game. the one you have to control the little goblin thing. Yeah, so you're, it's basically like Pikmin <laughs> in a way. You like get these goblins, but you're like an evil overlord, and like you control these goblins, and you send them to like do your bidding, and you're evil. That's yeah. really fun. I like that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the the kind of escapism that I'm looking for in games isn't like sawing people's heads off with right. a razor blade. So what about like the Friday the 13th game that's kind of like that thing where everyone's trying to run away from you and you're the bad guy? Would you be like, oh, I don't like playing Jason? Or would you be like, that's, oh, this is fun because it's like a couched, multiplayer thing. That's couched in some campy horror movie pop culture that, I, that I'm totally down with. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I can like be I part can... of a slasher movie. Yeah. I feel like I can only enjoy that game if I was the villain. I would be such a fucking mess trying to hide from a monster chasing me. Yeah, because there's two games like that. I think there was the Friday Thirteenth one, and if there's one there's, called like Seven Days to Die, or yeah, that might be the one that just came out recently. About, yeah. That might be a whole other. I don't know too. if it just came out or if it just kind of hit the Reddit popular kind of recently yeah i don't remember if that's the game there's so many games and i don't play any horror games so anytime i mention a horror game i'm probably 100 percent wrong yeah. there's probably you know 13 or you know seven days that i might even be like a survival game i don't even remember. no i think you're right i think that is kind of a there's four four survivors trying right. to hide from the banshee or whatever the other five uh, uh, monsters are or whatever, but yeah, and you kind of have like a flashlight and no. Seven things. Days to Die is a open world survival first person. Okay, so it must not be that. What is that game though? There Saturday is another Night game. Right, Friday Night at Freddy's. <laughs> there is another game that's similar to the where one Five person is like a killer. Friday Night. At Freddy's. Friday Night. At yeah, Friday. we're just going to Freddy's. It's Friday Night. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna um, keep us there till Thursday. <laughs> and then there was like uh, it was similar to. Uh, that game that failed pretty poorly, Neil. Um, where the evolve? monster, yeah, evolve. Oh, where evolve, you could be yeah. the monster and yeah, that kind of stuff. So. That game, yeah, that game's an interesting kind of. We should do like a case study on that game. I feel yeah. like well, like what went what went wrong with evolve? I mean, there's it's free now. There's three of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could play. I'm sure it's one three person. on one. It's four on one. Four on one, right? Yeah, you can play with an AI. That was one of the main issues. The AI was garbage so you had to have four people basically four people the other thing is like i guess for some reason like the characters just didn't click in my brain yeah like for some reason just their kits and stuff i was constantly confused i thought you started up a chainsaw (laughs) for a second chopping down trees in your front lawn oh no those are the those are the rough riders so you're gonna start hearing them in the summer okay um but for some reason, just like it didn't feel like intuitive to play. Yeah. Like every character I was, I was like, "What? Did, what did they do? Yeah. Like what? Yeah." It just didn't feel quite right. The monsters felt okay to play, um, but the monsters, it was just kind of weird. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We should do like a case study of Evolve. Like, what went okay. wrong with Evolve? Um, play yeah, a bit. Check it out. Involve, and and, and uh, <laughs> dive into it. Yeah, see. and I think it was just too difficult in a way for people to kind of wrap their heads around because like you had to get the right strategy because you have to have four people they have they really have to communicate so you have to have four people you're gonna play with four people who will play enough to understand how it works and to like build a strategy and then as the monster it's odd because aren't there like three different types of monsters too or something yeah there's different kinds of monsters so you have to like learn each kind of monster which was also another thing but 
you can't go at the the players right away because the players are always kind of constantly looking for you. They're at a set level. As a monster, the first thing you got to do is like find other creatures and eat them, oh, so and then you grow in levels. So you kind of had to know how many monsters to eat, creatures to eat, before you turned around and started coming at the people. And I just think the balance was all off is main issue. Yeah. But we should check it out. But yeah, I uh, I miss playing games where you can be bad. I haven't done played a game like that in a while. Um, trying to think of the last one Skyrim I guess but Skyrim you never I'm, I guess the Dark Brotherhood's kind of like a weird cult <laughs> that's yeah. kind of bad I guess if I had to. I always do the Dark Brotherhood Dark Brotherhood always my favorite part yeah I don't know if it's my favorite part I always like the Mage College but yeah no I think the Dark Brotherhood's an interesting kind of like idea of like yeah we all worship this and that's not insidious evil either you kill a lot of people that deserve it some of them, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it's like... Because uh, people pray to the, the, yeah, the, the night mother, mother yeah. and then she decides if those people should die. Yeah. And it's usually because they've like done something wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, if someone wants you dead, there's probably a reason for it. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you find them because in Skyrim, you find the way you start the quest is you come upon an orphanage where all the kids are praying that the, the, the leader... The or veteran... Yeah, the matron will die because she's so terrible, and that's how you. Can <laughs> oh, I start. thought it was. I thought it was that kid in. Maybe there's two ways into it, but I thought I there think was there's a, a couple kid, ways into it. Too. There's a kid in uh, the Stormcloak's main city, who's like, take this plate and kill this person, and then you go do it, and then it's like, oh, ma- you know what? Maybe he wants you to go kill her. The, right. the matron is what it is. It might be. Yeah, and and Oblivion, I think you just had to kill a person. And then go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that's, yeah. yeah. So that was a little bit more like, oh, you just have killed somebody. But like their whole thing is you don't kill people that aren't on the contract. And so like there's a whole nother yeah. side of it. And then there's two warring factions of it in Skyrim is kind of interesting. Yeah. In, uh, I always thought it was odd that you could be like in the Dark Brotherhood and you can also be in the Thieves Guild because Dark Brotherhood's like, yeah, we kill people and Thieves Guild's like, we don't kill anybody. Yeah. So I was like, this is very conflicting. Like, <laughs> am I going to get kicked out of the Thieves Guild? <laughs> but they never really seem to care. Yeah. Unless they There's find a, out about it. Yeah. There's a lot of things that no one seems to care about in Oblivion or Skyrim. It's very odd. That I really hope that the next one kind of brings the world more alive and yeah. how well people because can't you like kill the emperor and then be like join the the empire like the emperor fight the stormcloaks like right after you kill the king i don't know i don't know i think you can or you can kill ulfric and then join the stormcloaks or something weird like that there's like one of them like you you kill the leader and then join their faction right after that's super weird yeah i don't know yeah, that's like the thing about Skyrim is because you can do whatever you want. There's it's sometimes gets a little muddled about exactly yeah. what the tale is, yeah. you know. But for sure. Well, there you have it. I'm okay with being a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I don't mind playing a bad guy. I'm just mm-hmm. it's not going to be the choice that I make. Yeah, I just it's not the escapism that I look for in games. Yeah, my heart is just too pure. <laughs> don't kill Pikachu, you guys. It yeah. hurts Neil. I feel it. I feel it every time a Pikachu dies. <laughs> every time Neil hey, cries, a Pikachu gets its wings. I might, I might feel it too. Every time a Pikachu dies, and just 
There's no way to know. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> no Pikachu has ever died. In the games. Not even in the movies, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. Have you guys seen... Sorry, this is off topic, but have you seen the... Because they have the P- Detective Pikachu's coming out, yeah. which looks great. But have you seen Maybe that Pikachu the die. CGI uh, remake of the first Pokemon movie? Uh-uh. It's looks it's just the same movie. Yeah, it's yeah. just Mewtwo's Return or Revenge or whatever it was called, but it's just CGI. <laughs> it's just new. Wasn't it like Pokemon two thousand or something? Isn't that what it's called? That's the second one. Okay. I think. So yeah, looks weird. But all right. Well I want to go play a game where I'm bad. Maybe I'll just start up Fallout three to blow up the town. Go down the <laughs> You can do it in like twenty minutes. <laughs> right. Well I did play Fable somewhat recently, but it while I like Fable, man, those controls are just dated. I really hope they come out with a new Fable that feels good to play. Did that Fable, sorry to drag this out, but did mm-hmm. that Fable with uh, where the computer player would be one side and then there was... No, they that was also supposed to be like a, uh, like a kind of a four-on-one kind of thing. No, that got canceled. Fable Legends was canceled. Just recently, I think someone did a article or like a kind of like a dive into what it was supposed to be and they showed some like art and stuff and what went wrong and I think they had a hard time balancing that too. So I think like someone would play on PC was the idea yeah, and yeah. the other four yeah, people yeah. were playing on Xbox yeah. which is also a very odd idea but the person on PC could like launch bad guys like you'd be going through a dungeon and the person on PC was the one who was shooting the yeah. minions at you and stuff while the other people played. So interesting idea but that was a kind of like a little genre that popped up and went away really quick too. It was like the four on one. Yeah. I think that's just insanely hard to balance. Yeah, no, it would be. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. you have to have kind of, yeah. Even Mario party did it. You could do the Mario party where the person with the Wii, the Wii U pad could be Bowser. Speaking of being bad. Yeah. And, and the, the, the three on one mini games are always the worst ones. <laughs> Yeah, that's just very insanely hard to balance, uh, just in general. I can't really think of... Like, I think that the the monster ones, like Friday the 13th and the other game that we cannot think of, <laughs> I think those are easier because as the player, you're not fighting, you're attempting to run away. Yeah. And the, the, well, and you're not working together either. Right, right. You're just trying like, to... Yeah, maybe it. you can. I don't know. Right, but. yeah. But you're not, like doing this battle where all the things have to like match up perfectly so yeah for sure it's interesting though that that sorry no you're good (laughs) i'm just gonna keep uh okay well all right it's interesting (laughs) it's interesting that like uh it is so hard to balance because you can have multiplayer games Mm -hmm. fighting against a computer thing that is well balanced right yeah where, or like even like a, a World of Warcraft raid, like yeah. balancing that is somehow. I think the other easier thing, than like putting a person behind person, yeah. controlling it. For sure. Well, I think the thing is like with the con- with the computer, like a computer boss can have like a set skill level. Yeah, and they can. Yeah, exactly. If someone's really good or bad, you kind of yeah. want it to make it feel like, all right. And they can have like a pattern of attacks and things like that that are difficult, but you can learn over time yeah. or something like that. Um, yeah, it's it is interesting because that didn't I, that never really panned out for anybody for the most part. <coughs> uh, so I did mention that that was brought to our. From a listener named D. Uh, Thanks, he also D. 
left uh, left us a comment, sent me a comment, um, and I it was very very nice. I just wanted to read it. I said, hey Dan, just want to let you know, want to let you know, I really enjoy Game Goose. I have to admit that I listen to other game podcasts like Game Scoop and Unlocked, and I was a little skeptical about a podcast by people without an inside connection to the industry. But you guys do a great job in preparation, and I put your podcast up against those any day. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. That was very nice. Those are great podcasts. Number one, if you listen to our podcast, you're not allowed to listen to any other podcast. <laughs> Video game related or not, do not break my heart. He's very sensitive. Yeah, we know he's a sensitive boy. You can't be doing these things to him. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for the kind words. Um, we kind of like when we started this, I, one of the reasons that we wanted to do it was every game podcast or thing just seemed to be so much for super hardcore gamers inside industry people that I thought it would just be interesting to just have people who like to play games talk about games as opposed to inside baseball kind yeah. of stuff. You I know don't even I mean? really like to play games. I just do it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really interesting to have three guys who just force themselves to play games. <laughs> And they really hate it. <laughs> to talk just, about games. They just act like they do so they can all hang out on a podcast. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. If you have a comment, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and put something in there. You can uh, send us an, a comment on iTunes or email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. It's a good way to do it. Or if you know any of us, you can just don't don't come talk to me. Don't talk to Clint. Yeah, don't talk he to does, He doesn't care for it. He doesn't like games or people. <laughs> I really don't like people. <laughs> That's the true one. Um, so, or you can just reach out and be, you know, we yeah, like kind you words. Need us, you need us for anything, you just let us know. Yeah, if you have an idea for a topic, too, like like today, let us know. Or something we haven't talked about. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm starting to forget what we've talked about. Yeah. 37 episodes in and we're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> There's always going to be more because, well, I think you're right. We do need to play more games and talk specifically about those. Like we did the uh, old school game, things like that. So I'd like to bring back some of those, especially now that we're kind of loose. The holidays are over. Yeah. We're kind of starting. Our schedules are starting to. We've officially done this for over half a year, too. So hey. I know. I know. We're getting there. So that was 10 episodes ago. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't actually keeping count. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening, uh, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye, everybody. Don't forget, you guys. Oh, that's right. Goose. I I knew. I was for, I'm sorry. I'm out of touch. Neil, what you got to say before we go? Erase oh, wow. It's been that long. Um, I know. Uh, <laughs> glad to be back. Uh, be good and game on. All right, Clinton, what do you got to say? Uh, since you actually gave me the time to do it, yeah, yeah. I will say it. Okay. You ready? Yeah. What's good for the goose <laughs> is good for the gander. I thought you were going to say, you know what's interesting? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Uh...